Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Multi-platinum album awardee and multi-Grammy winner played with pretty much everybody in the world that's ever played music and <laughs> certainly known for Toto, Steve Lukather, our guest this morning. Really pleased to have you, Steve. We could spend hours. I know we don't have that much time, but let's get right into the new album, I yeah. Found the Sun Again. Yeah, the record comes out today. I'm really, really excited. We cut it a year ago, a month before the lockdown, and we were able to cut live in the studio. And I picked the cover songs on the record from the early 70s because I wanted to capture that era of that mm -hmm. style of recording and that kind of music that I grew up listening to, which was great jam tracks, but within the context of great songs as opposed to just solo, 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 you know? I played all I of like them when they were brand new, and I was curious to know why you chose those songs. Bridge of Size, Robin Trower, it's an awesome record. The epic Low Spark of High Heeled Boys from Traffic, and then uh, Welcome to the Club uh, from Joe Walsh. Why did you yeah. pick those? Well, Joe's a friend of mine now after all these years. We worked together on Henley's first uh, solo record, Dirty Laundry. Uh, and he's Ringo's brother-in-law, so I see him all the time. But he was also a childhood hero of mine, the James Gang from 1969 on, you know. Wow. And, you know, he was a big influence on me as a writer, producer, as well as a guitar player and singer. And, you know, he's just got a little humor in all of his music. It's so deep and soulful, too, you know. I just got it. He just hit me in the heart early on as a kid. So he's one of my faves, you know, so I want to pay homage to him. And Robin Trower, the same. I used to play that song when I was in school, you know, and now it's just a heavy song. It's a great song, and it really is a great vehicle to play. And Low Spark, I met Steve Winwood once, but I was like, so, you know, we were standing in line at a hotel checking out. Hmm. He's been one of my all-time favorite singers and artists, and I wanted to pay homage to him, you know, and I thought that, would be again, would set the pace for the rest of the record, the kind of a record I wanted to make so the guys would get a hold of that and carry it through. We, since we were able to do the record in eight days, then we kept that vibe every day. Steve Winwood, Traffic, and uh, Jim Capaldi actually wrote the song. I have met Jim, great guy. He is now deceased, but I think oh. you owe him two minutes. The original was 12. Yours is only 10. What happened there, Steve? Well, you know, we had to do the radio edit. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, right. <laughs> Steve, you mentioned the word vibe, and I'm telling you, when, it, when I was listening to the album yesterday, I actually wrote down, I loved in particular your title track, I Found the Sun Again. I loved the vibe of that song, and I thought of my 18-year-old son who uses the word vibe. I'm like, what are you doing, Adam? I'm just vibing. I adored the sound of that you song. Do Where did that, that means he's 
stoned. <laughs> you know, we've been trying to convince her of that for the last year. I'm Let's sorry, get... man. <laughs> oh, the rabbit's out of the hat, girl. Wake up. You just kids. threw Adam under the bus. I can't uh, believe uh, it. Guys, sorry, Adam, man. I don't mean to bust your balls. You better hide your stash before mom comes home. <laughs> Let's take a listen Actually, to a little bit. Charlie, put, put mom's stash back where it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, uh, Steve, let's take a quick yeah. listen, though. Beautiful. Uh, I, I like it. that one. Love Along it. for the Ride, I think, could be a good single for you as well. But you mentioned Joe Walsh, Ringo's yeah. brother-in-law. And yeah. I know that you're very familiar with all these people because you've been yeah. playing in Ringo's All-Star Band since 2012. Yeah, I've seen you yeah. several times at Pine Knob doing that show. Oh, wow, it's, man. I love, the, I love the old knob, man. It reminds me of my first tour with Boz Skaggs when I was 19, man. 1977. Wow. See what I mean? This guy's played with literally everybody, and Seriously. including a friend of mine, an acquaintance, I should say, who's also a member of the All-Star Band from Detroit, Warren Mott High School, Greg Bissonette. This, man, one of the very best ever. He's all over my new record. He played the whole record, except for one track with Ringo. You know, he's the one that got me in Ringo's band, you know? I mean, we, I've known Greg for 40 years, you know? He's one of the best drummers out there. I mean, he, there's nothing he can Wait do. Wait a second. You've got the drummer of the Beatles picking you to be the drummer for your all-star band. What does that tell you about the guy's <laughs> well, ability, I mean, right? Well, first off, there isn't a better guy for the gig because uh, he's... Ringo's biggest fan and knows all of his music inside and out, all of his parts, all of his drawing. You know, I mean, he's just, he's just, a, you know, we have that in common. We're both Beatle freaks, you know. Well, not only and, that, if and you then know this guy. And then when we end up in a band with Ringo, you know, I'd work with Paul and George was a friend of mine. We worked together a couple of times. He played with Toto even when Jeff passed. When we did a tribute show in uh, in L.A. back in 92. And the one then thing about Excuse me, I'm belching. <laughs> Quite all right. Like I said, I got a face for radio and a voice for radio. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about Greg Bissonette, is there a happier guy you've ever met in your life, a more positive, a nicer, life-loving more, no. individual? Oh, not a more positive guy, not a happier guy, not a more spiritual kid. The guy is always happy to be there and bring you 2,000%. And his brother know? is a bass and player for the Elton John played. Band, right? Yeah, Matt, you know. Matt took over for his best friend who d passed away. Matt is in one, all, another one of the nicest men alive and also one of the most talented. I mean, wow, what a family, you know. I'm honored yeah. to know him. I, uh, another song on, on the album. Are we still calling them albums, by the way? In this uh, we day do. It's okay. like I'm saying, you know, uh, did you get that on tape? I still say right. that. Of you course, know? we all do. I, I call them records. records coming out because it's I call them records be a new still. record. Yeah. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Well, speaking of vibing, getting back to that journey through all instrumental. Oh, absolutely love that song. Oh, thanks. You know, uh, something you, you guys uh, know, uh, Steve, look at there very well from the band Toto, certainly multiple Grammy nominations and awards and sold a lot of records with that band. But you probably don't know this guy's played on pretty much everybody else's record on the planet. One of my favorite solos of all time is Lionel Richie running with the night. 
<laughs> How did that come about? Well, I was just warming up. Ah! You know, it was like, the, you know, it was right after, you know, Beat It. And all. I played on Beat It. You know, I played everything but the guitar solo. I played bass and all the guitar parts and everything. Yep. But uh, Ed did the solo, rest of soul. My brother, God, I miss him. Now, that yeah. one hurt bad. Eddie Van Halen we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one hurt bad. And we've been friends for 40 years, you know. Right. Neighbors and Oh, I'm sorry. Did I swear? I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Father was a Marine when he was 16. Do I have to say any more? Wow, wow. no. Badass. Can you imagine wow. your kid at 16 years old to clean up World War II? <laughs> wow. No kidding. Imagine that. I don't that. think kids have those kind of chops these days, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, this is the same guy, folks, that hung up on Michael Jackson not once, but three times. What? Well, he called me at like, you know, 8 in the morning in 1982, you know? I mean, that's when I went to bed in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> but you thought he was faking. You thought it was a... I thought he was a... one of my friends being a wise ass. I didn't think Michael would call me himself. Quincy would call me because I'd worked on the dude record and all that stuff. I already had a relationship with him, and that's why he wanted me on board. He hired us to work with him, you know, and that, and that was really cool, man. We were very honored to be there. He was good to us, man. You know, I didn't see anything particularly weird except for him when we were cutting the do up with McCarty. He was carrying around Webster like a ventriloquist. <laughs> that was kind of weird, but funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Hey, what, what, I've, got, I've got one other question for you. Do you get any residuals from Toto playing uh, the song "Africa" in Africa on repeat? Didn't we hear that, you guys? Isn't it oh, yeah, well, all I, the time? Well, I wish I, I wish I would have written the song because I'd be really rich right now. But oh, um, yeah. but I mean, we get performance royalties from it if they use the track. But um, David Page and Jeff Picaro uh, get the, all, all the money for all that. But, uh, you know, th th that's a phenomenon. I mean, that was just the weirdest thing ever for us. I mean, we're, it, it's been great for us. It's been great for other people. That's not the penultimate Toto song to me. That was like a weird thing we did in 1981 as a production exercise, and we didn't hear mm -hmm. the lyrics until the record was done. And this is a song they call, uh, somebody did a study on this. I remember last year, the year before, I, they said By the way, that... no, we don't get 24-hour royalties. I, don't, I think that one, right. uh, how, who's going to collect that? We don't even know who put it up there. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. I don't even know if anybody will ever find it. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to bother to look for it? Some aliens, it's probably buried under sand by now. You know, he's here. Yes. <laughs> they said that it was the perfect song of yes. all time history. That song was deemed the perfect song. How? <laughs> True story. Measured and how, then, right? Well, I, I have I, to give the guys credit for putting these silly lyrics together, man. You know what I mean? It's not, well, uh, you know, it's just a fantasy song Dave, you know, came up with from his uh, historical, you know, him and Jeff were way into, like, you know, past stuff. And so they just got inspired by this, and Dave, they went with it, you know. We were just goofing around the studio having fun. No, try this part, you know. We're kids wow. in a candy store. They give us a bunch of money in a recording studio. <laughs> what else do we need, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I heard a clip, I played a clip actually a couple of years ago, a few years ago probably now, of the two of those guys in an interview they were talking, and I think it was Jeff who said about David, yeah, he uh, walks out to his mailbox every single day to collect his royalty checks singing, bless those rains down in Africa. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? No, no, it's been raining gold bullion over at his house for the past <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> I go, hey, man, give me a little hit of that, man. Come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was there too. Are you familiar with uh, the Romantics? Yeah. You yeah. bear a striking, yes. <laughs> a striking resemblance to Wally Palmer. We were talking about yeah, that earlier this morning. I'm older. 
Are you? I'm so not sure like about me. that. Well, I'm well I, you know what? I may be wrong. I'm 63, so. Wally yeah, Palmer right. is 66. Oh, you're just a pup compared to him. Well, okay, I look like Wally Palmer. I didn't know that. <laughs> Steve Lukather, Toto, and pretty much every other band in the world that you've played on. Oh, it's, uh, it's a thrill to talk band. to you, by the way. I am every band. You are, literally. You yes, are the you thread are. connecting. You know, if you did one of those family trees or Ancestry.com, there would be a string that. with a pin in it next to every band's name on the planet in history. Six well, degrees of separation. With us, man. It was like between us all, I think we did like 5,000 albums or something. Every famous logo of every artist is like wow. basically the history of rock music and pop music. You know? Well, as of today, you've done 5,001. Yeah. Well, let's go, boys. I found the sound. I know we got to go to Steve Lukather. Thank you, my friend. A pleasure. Take it easy. Bye bye.